What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Principles Podcast. I'm so glad you all are tuned in. This is the fourth episode. I thank you all for all of your support on the previous episodes. Um, This one is really great. I know you all are going to enjoy it. Um, Today, we're going to talk about the importance of life insurance. Um, Life insurance is so important to me, um, and this episode is special to me because I actually went and passed my life and health insurance exam back in February of this year, and I learned a lot about the importance of life insurance, um, just the different products and services associated with life insurance, and getting an understanding of how it can be used as an investment, and it's a necessity. You know, I tell anyone, you know, don't play with your life. You know, having life insurance instills that, you know, you are set but not only that you were set, but your family is set if any expenses are occurred when you pass away. So, you know, I'm going to go in, in depth more into the episode and in this episode, and I'm going to explain uh, some of the different, you know, reasons of why you should have, you know, life insurance and what exactly those expenses are and what they could be. So what is life insurance? Um, essentially, it's a contract that you have with the insurance company. In exchange, you're simply paying premium payments, and the insurance company, they're going to provide you a lump sum payment, which is usually called the death benefit. Now, the death benefit is usually given to the beneficiaries listed on a policy after you die. So let's say you have you know, a, a guy, and he passes away, and he names his wife as a beneficiary. Um, the, the beneficiary is the one that usually is going to get the money for, you know, her husband dying. She's going to reap the benefits of the life insurance policy. Now, life insurance is simply a transfer of risk. Um, that's all insurance is. You know, the risk is the expenses that your family will have to pay when you pass away. So you have expenses such as your mortgage, you have utilities, your burial could cost, uh, you have college tuition for the kids, etc. Um, now, having insurance in place, it transfers this risk to the insurance company where they will take care of the expenses when you die. So rather than you having to go through the headache and the pain of figuring out how you're going to take care of these expenses uh, when your husband passes away or your wife passes away or whoever it may be on the policy, um, it allows you to be able to transfer that risk so the insurance company they're now responsible for covering the whatever the face amount is on a policy so you can be able to have help to be able to take care of those bills. Now, when you look at your the car insurance that you have, um, that's a transfer of risk as well. Just to give you another example, um, you're simply paying monthly payments every month. And if something were to happen to your vehicle, you usually pay a deductible and then the insurance company usually covers the rest of the damages of your car. You're simply transferring risk. Now, I know when it comes to life insurance, no one wants to talk about death. I mean, who wants to? I, it's, it's a tough topic and it can create a lot of conflict, you know, with just talking about how that process is going to go. But having the peace of mind, knowing that your family is going to be taken care of when you're gone, uh, that's the biggest importance and the purpose of life insurance. It's just having that peace and having that peace of mind, um, having that clarity that everything is going to be taken care of when when you're gone. So 
two things are for certain in life, and that's that's death and tax death and taxes. It's going to happen to all of us, and having life insurance can surely be the biggest blessing for your family when you're gone. Now, also when you think about it, I know you all probably have insurance on everything else. I mean, look at your car, look at your phone, uh, look at your house, look at your laptop. Um, I know, especially for electronics, we put we put insurance on everything. So why not have the same priority when it comes to your life? It's, it's just simply one thing that you don't want to play with. And I think that everyone should make it a necessity. And this is the foundation of your financial plan. You know, having life insurance, it creates the foundation for everything else when it comes to, you know, financial planning. Now, according to the AIG Life Insurance IQ study, 70% of Americans said life insurance will protect their ability to live a long, financial secure life. Yet roughly half of the respondents, which was 51%, said that they don't have life insurance or are unsure if they do. So almost half of Americans, according to the study, don't have life insurance. And that's very shocking to me that Almost a majority of the study, the people said that, yes, life insurance is it's a great way to be able to protect the ability to live a longer financial secure life. Yet almost 51 percent of the respondents, they don't have life insurance. And a lot of people are underinsured where they may have a policy, but they're not really taking into account all of the expenses, their their lost income with their salary. They're not applying that all into the scenario of how much coverage they actually need. And I'm going to go further into this ep- in this podcast. I'm going to explain exactly how you can determine how much you need and what's a, a great uh, a great standard of what you should have with your insurance policy. Now, some reasons why people don't have life insurance, it could be that they feel the costs are too high and there isn't a need for it, you know, in their life. But, you know, I, I have people that are around my age that are 18. You know, they say, why do I have to get life insurance? You know, I'm young, I'm healthy. I really don't need it. But you can get a simple, small policy if you're in your 20s. And as you get kids and you get married, then you might want to get, you want to have a bigger policy, a bigger face amount. But having a small policy at your age uh, even it's, especially if you're over 18 years old, it's it's a requirement because, you know, you want to be prepared and you don't want to have to have your family pay for the expenses for your burial. You know, the best thing you can do is at least cover that and make sure that it's in place. You know, it doesn't matter what age you are. If you're 18 and up, I think that it's a requirement to have life insurance. You should have it and if you have good health and your risk level is low, your cost, the cost of a term life policy is one twenty of the amount of what a whole life policy would be. So when it comes to the cost, when people say it costs too much, term life, uh, term life insurance is a very inexpensive policy. And I wanted to explain whole life because whole life is a little bit more expensive. Now, whole life policy tends to have a higher premium. Um, reason being is because it has a cash value attached to it. So the policy is going to most likely cost more. And the cash value is just simply acting as a savings account. And you can pull from it throughout uh, the period of time that you have the policy. Uh, now, the costs are usually determined by rate classes or risk related categories. 
Um, your rate class is determined by a number of factors, including overall health, family, family medical history, and your lifestyle. Some other misconceptions are life insurance is not thought of to address illness concerns. So I was doing research and I found that 40% of Americans said that their top fear is getting diagnosed with a chronic illness versus 34% said they will run out of money as they age or 25% stated unexpectedly they would die young. So a majority of the people from those three different areas they said their top fear was getting diagnosed with a chronic illness. So a lot of people don't think that life insurance can cover an illness, but there are different uh, disability income. You have uh, different riders and other ways you can structure your life insurance policy where it can cover if a chronic illness were to happen. And it's best to kind of prepare for that before it happens, because if you do have a chronic illness, you know, your risk uh, for your health is a lot higher. So your policy is going to be a lot more expensive. So getting it beforehand, it allows you to kind of prepare, you know, if you feel that a chronic illness is one thing that's prevalent in your family. Almost now, also most people think that a whole life policy is better than a term policy because it's permanent insurance. So this is another misconception. You know, I have personal friends and I have a lot of people that think that whole life it's a better option because it's permanent life insurance. It lasts, the, it lasts the whole lifetime. You have cash value, so you can be able to pull from it, you know, when you want to. Um, you also have some investment options when you get into universal life insurance, which is also um, another form of a whole life policy. But one thing that a lot of people don't know and what they don't tell you is that with a whole life policy, the cash value that accumulates over your lifetime, it isn't paid out to your beneficiary. So you only get the face amount of the policy. If you had a 500,000 whole life policy, that's what your beneficiary will get. If the cash value accumulated to 100,000, you don't get that amount. It's kept within the insurance company. And a lot of times, you know, a lot of people have said that from just research and looking online, that cash value is usually kept within the insurance company where it may be given to the insurance agents. You know, commissions are paid a lot higher with a whole life policy in comparison to a term life. And it's really that cash value. When you look at it, you're essentially overpaying for the policy. And my advice to you all is to be able to get a policy where you need the, the coverage that's the right amount for your family needs and don't mess with the cash value. You don't really need it. And you can be able to put other things in place where if you do need money, don't pull it from your life insurance policy. That's why you need to have a sound, you know, emergency fund and having savings put to the side to prepare for Murphy because, you know, the Murphy's law, it can happen to all of us. You know, anything that anything bad that can happen, it will happen. So I think that you shouldn't have to change your mind frame when it comes to whole life. You know, it's it's not the best policy to have. And, and term life is, is definitely the direction uh, that you want to go go uh, go with. Now, also, if you want to pull from your whole life policy, you either have to cancel it or borrow against your cash value. So the insurance company, essentially, they're going to charge you interest against the money you take from your cash value. So 
like I said, you're overpaying for a whole life policy, but also who wants to be charged interest against their own money? It's just it's not a good return of the of a, your investment when you look at it with whole life. And I truly think the term life is the best way to go because it's cheaper and there isn't a cash value attached to it. So you're not overpaying uh, for the policy. Now, give me a moment to get the sponsor promo in for this week. What's going on, everyone? If you haven't heard about the Anchor podcast, it's the easiest way to make one. Let me explain. For one, it's free. You have the flexibility of being able to record right at the palm of your hands from your phone or your computer. It has excellent creation tools that can allow you to record and edit as well. And you also can be able to use Anchor to distribute your podcast onto many other platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. So what is term and whole life insurance? Term life insurance is designed to provide financial protection for a specific period of time, usually 20 or 30 years. The premium and the benefit stays level the entire time. And once the coverage ends, you're able to continue coverage for a higher premium payment rate. Term is great for having coverage on your kids throughout their childhood up until they turn 18. And it also can be used to replace lost potential income during working years. Now, you also have decreasing term life insurance. And what that is, is essentially the benefit goes down. The premium stays level and it's used to cover loans, also called credit life insurance, and it's designed to cover a decrease in need. Now, when it comes to what credit life insurance is, it's essentially sold to creditors, which are banks, to cover the lives, to cover the lives lenders have for the amounts on their respective loans. And it uses decreasing term insurance. So decreasing term insurance is great for if you have a mortgage and you pass away and you want to make sure those payments are paid um, during during the time of uh, just for your family. When you when you pass away for a certain period of time, uh, it's great for that. And also, I did want to mention that an insurance contract is essentially a contract of adhesion. And what adhesion means is you're, there's no negotiating the terms of the contract. So the, uh, the insurer is essentially set in the terms of the contract. And it's conditional because of two things, the risk insured against may or may not happen. And two, the insurance company's obligation to pay is conditioned upon the payment of the premium by the insurer. The insurer is under no legal obligation to pay. So as long as they're paying their premiums for that period of time, you're going to be covered. The insurance company is going to going to cover you, but there's no legal obligation for you to pay. Um, it's, it's, it's similar to when it comes to car insurance. It's the same process. You know, the person may pay or may not pay. Um, insurance is not a personal contract because the owner of the policy does not increase the risk to the company, <clears throat> but rather it is the insurer that brings the risk. So I wanted to explain what a whole life policy is. So with a whole life policy, it's designed to provide financial pr- protection for a lifetime. The policy premium payments are fixed 
and they have cash value, like I mentioned earlier in this podcast. And it essentially functions as a savings component, and it may accumulate tax deferred over time. Now, with whole life, it can be used for estate planning to help preserve your wealth for your beneficiaries. So a lot of people say that, you know, with whole life is the cash value that they really love because it's allowing them to be able to preserve their wealth to have more money to give to their beneficiaries. But kind of like I stated, you know, the cash value is not going to be given to you. You know, it's mostly going to stay within the insurance company. So it's always good to stick with term. Now, when determining how much insurance you need uh, when it comes to term life, I always say go with the amount that's 10 times your income. So if you make 60000 a year, you should have a $600,000 policy. Uh, reason being is because a, a lot of people that have insurance, they're underinsured. And kind of what I stated earlier in the podcast, they may not take into account the loss of their salary. Um, they're not looking at their mortgage payments, their utilities, uh, whatever expenses they have in the household. It's better to be overinsured rather than be underinsured. And I think that if you do 10 times your income, you'll be pretty set and be in a great position, you know, when you pass away and having enough money to pass down where your family is going to be taken care of. Now, I wanted to speak on universal life and variable life insurance. I know I had mentioned with whole life that the cash values are usually kept within the company and the company insurance company is only going to give you the face amount. But I want to make sure that I give you all your financial options when it comes to life insurance. And then it's up for you to do the research and figure out what's best for your situation. So with universal life, it gives you the option to build equity, whereas variable life, your cash values can be invested in the stock market. Now, with universal life, it's a permanent life insurance policy and is used to provide lifetime coverage. So it's similar to whole life. Only thing is it can be invested in bonds or mortgages. And also with universal life, it's flexible and it may allow you to raise or lower your premium payments or coverage amounts throughout your lifetime. Now, you also have what's called an index universal life insurance policy. Now, with this, it can be invested in either the S&P 500 or the NASDAQ 100. And some of the needs that are met with this coverage are long-term income replacement, where the needs extend beyond your working years. Some universal life insurance products are focused on providing both death benefit coverage and building cash value while others focus on providing guaranteed death benefit coverage. Now, with variable life insurance, uh, this policy allows the owner of the policy to choose their own investments. So this can be either a mutual or index fund. The premium tends to stay level, and you have the potential for higher growth because cash values are invested in equities. So I hope this was helpful for you all. Um, Make sure that you take time to do your research and, and definitely get a life insurance plan, create a financial plan for you, for yourselves that's surrounded around, you know, either a term policy, or if you do want to have the option to be able to invest your life insurance, you do have, you know, variable life or universal life. So definitely look into the research and, and figure out what's best for you. And just remember that life insurance is an investment on yourself and your family And it's really a risk you don't want to take a chance on by not having it.
Thank you all for tuning in for this episode. Please share this podcast and any feedback or questions can be emailed at kevinnjenkins27 at gmail.com. Also follow my Instagram at kevnjenkins. Also, I'm going to attach my link tree link in the show notes so you all can be able to watch the YouTube video for this episode. I will really appreciate it. Once again, thank you all for your support. See you all next week. Stay safe and take care.